I'm Damian Bolwa, Managing Editor of the San Francisco Chronicle. Today on Fifth and Mission, reporter Jason Fagoni joins me to talk about tension in the Catholic Church over Attorney General Bill Barr's restarting of the federal death penalty. This week, the sixth and seventh executions will take place under Barr's watch. But on the day between the two executions, Barr will accept an award from a Catholic organization. That move upset some Catholics as well as opponents of capital punishment. They say Barr is out of line with the church's official stance on capital punishment. Jason, how are you? I'm okay, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. This is a fascinating story, and I'm glad to have you back. Uh, Jason. Yeah, thank you. uh, Before we get to the controversy in the church over Attorney General Barr, can you bring us up to speed on the federal death penalty? I had almost forgotten that it existed. Yeah, uh, it's a rare thing for a federal prisoner to be put to death. Until this July, the last federal execution was way back in 2003. Um, for 17 years, there was kind of an informal moratorium. No, nobody wanted to go there in the Department of Justice. And there aren't a lot of uh, federal prisoners on death row in the first place. There's only about 60, and all of them are held uh, in a facility in Terre Haute, Indiana. Uh, just to give you some sense of comparison, in, in California, uh, the death row in California's state prison system alone has about 700 people in it, um, most of them at San Quentin State Prison in, in the Bay Area. Um, so for most of the last two decades, people who were um, condemned to death under the federal death penalty statute just weren't being executed. Okay, so I assume we're talking mostly about murder, right? Whenever I, I, My assumption is that it's like murder and treason. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about the death penalty, federal state, you're talking about murder. You're talking about really bad crimes, heinous crimes, um, uh, people convicted of, of really terrible things. And this is what Attorney General Barr um, emphasized when he announced that he was restarting uh, federal executions in July. He put out a press release and he said um, he was going to order the Bureau of Prisons uh, to restart executions by lethal injection. And he was going to start um, with four men who had been convicted of um, one of the worst things that somebody can do, which is uh, killing a child. Um, so this is how, how he framed it. He was going to get the process started for uh, people who had been convicted of, of doing terrible things where his predecessors were not uh, not willing to do that. Okay, so... He- uh, Bill Barr has restarted capital punishment. Um, you say that there's been a, a number of cases so far and, and writing about it because there are cases this week. But Bill Barr is a Catholic and the Catholic Church has made uh, a lot of strong statements in recent years about the death penalty. Right. For a long time, the church has taught that the death penalty can be legitimate in theory, even if it's not always the best idea in practice. Um, it's morally admissible in theory. You know, some of the church's founders uh, believed in the death penalty. Um, but starting with Pope John Paul II, leaders of the church have started to break away from this line of thought. And they've begun to urge governments to stop using the death penalty. And the the furthest, the the Pope who's taken it the furthest is Pope Francis. So in, in 2018, he called the death penalty morally inadmissible. He went further than um, anyone else had because he was saying it was it was not 
uh, okay, that it was wrong in all cases. It should never be used. Um, and last year, the U.S. bishops approved this new doctrine by an overwhelming vote. So like it or not, this is the church's position now. Uh, the Catholic Church is against the death penalty in, in all instances. Uh, it should never be used according to the Catholic Church. And, and in this, the Catholic Church is, is echoing um, you know, many sort of civil authorities and U.S. states that have imposed uh, moratoriums on the death penalty in the last decades or abolished it entirely. You know, California is one of these states, right? I, I said earlier that there are 700 people on California's death row. Well, none of these people are, are being executed right now because last year, Governor Gavin Newsom um, came out and said that he was going to pause executions in the state. He, he was not going to uh, permit anyone else to be executed. And he said that uh, he, he wouldn't allow it because he could not be sure that the state was not putting to death innocent people. Because there have been all kinds of um, studies and uh, evidence that the death penalty is prone to error. Uh, you know, more than 100 people have been exonerated uh, who have who have been placed on the death penalty. They've been exonerated for uh, for their crimes, uh, a lot of them for uh, thanks to DNA evidence. So death penalty is prone to error. It, you know, studies also show that it's uh, racially biased, that that people who are uh, people of color get the death penalty, you know, at greater rates than people who are white. So states have stopped have stopped using it. Um, Twenty five states so far have either abolished the death penalty in total or placed moratoria on it. And so the church and its evolving position on, on the death penalty is really tracking with what the civil authorities are doing. Well, what an incredible set of tensions. I mean, you have a presidential administration that wants to project law and order and toughness. You have an attorney general who's a devout and conservative Catholic uh, in a church that doesn't agree with the death penalty. And you have all these people in California who've had some success in forestalling the penalty who are looking at this and saying, hey, here's another chance to show, you know, to show hypocrisy, to, to try to make a difference here. And I think what, shame the attorney general in a sense. Yeah, and and I think that's really well said. And a lot of these a lot of these tensions really kind of came to a head this week around this this very unusual and provocative award, which is about what the story's about that uh, that we're publishing. All right. So the, so this week you mentioned two executions. This award, uh, the attorney general receiving the. Oh, you're going to have to help me with the pronunciation. I think it's Christi Fidelis Laichi. Okay. And w what is that? This is uh, an award that honors a, a lay Catholic um, for fidelity to the church and exemplary, selfless, and steadfast service in the Lord's vineyard. Um, this is according to the group that gives the award, a group called the National Catholic Prayer Breakfast. And it's a big deal um, for Catholics, the group is not an official Catholic group. Uh, the National Catholic Prayer Breakfast is um, something that was founded in, t in 2004 by a group of um, Republican Party-linked um, uh, right-wing Catholics, including uh, former U.S. Senator Rick Santorum. Uh, and but the 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 name of the award has a resonance for Catholics because it's it's named after one of uh, Pope John Paul II's encyclicals. Um, Christi Fidelis is a term that means faithful to Christ. And the thing that is really uh, outrageous to, to 
Catholics who don't believe in the death penalty, who think the death penalty is wrong, is that you know this is an award that that is being given to somebody for for their faithfulness to Christ. Um, but as one uh, Catholic priest told me, you know, Jesus was not an executioner, and uh, Bill Barr has in effect become America's most prominent executioner. He is he is now the public face of the federal death penalty in this country. Um, and so this award has kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's become a little stick of dynamite that's being tossed into this already kind of tense environment and people are, people are reacting one way or the other. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, more with Jason Fagoni. We'll be right back after a short break. You can support Fifth in Mission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited Chronicle access at sfchronicle.com slash pod. Welcome back to Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bulwa. I'm talking to reporter Jason Fagoni. Jason, the keynote speaker at Wednesday's award ceremony that you wrote about is the Auxiliary Bishop of Los Angeles, Robert Barron. So what is his position on all this? Yeah, this is fascinating to me. So so his name is uh, Robert Barron. He's the Auxiliary Bishop of um, the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. He's a really interesting figure. Um, Barron is is a guy of some significant influence within the official Catholic Church structure in this country. Um, he's he's a bishop in Los Angeles, but but he's more than that. He also has leadership roles in the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, which is basically the main mouthpiece of the church in America. And he also runs a media ministry called Word on Fire. Um, he, he, he has become kind of a social media star. His YouTube videos um, about religion, about Catholicism, have been viewed 50 million times. He has like 3 million Facebook followers. And, and he gives a lot of speeches. He speaks to a wide range of audiences on the left side of the Catholic spectrum and on the right. Um, and he speaks to secular audiences too. And, and he agreed to give a pre-recorded speech at this Catholic prayer breakfast event that is honoring Bill Barr. And people who are upset about the award are very concerned that the involvement of this Los Angeles bishop this prominent uh, church official church figure in this ceremony honoring Barr will will lend the award and lend Bill Barr um, legitimacy that the award does not deserve, that Barr does not res- deserve, and it will give a mistaken impression of where the church stands on the death penalty. And you know, I asked I asked Bishop Barron about this, and he sent me um, a series of of thoughtful answers to my questions, and he he basically rejected this criticism. Um, he, he rejected the premise of it even. And he said that he agreed to speak at this event before he knew it was honoring Barr. And even though, you know, one group has urged him to withdraw, he, he will not withdraw because he said his mission is to speak the gospel to all sorts of different groups, including people who don't necessarily agree with the church's teachings. And he said that if he stopped talking to groups that don't agree with the church, his uh, ministry to the wider culture would dry up. Those are his words. The people fighting this, they have a lot of uh, California connections. Tell me about those people. Yeah. So there are some people, as you'd expect, who are uh, committed foes of the death penalty. There's a woman named Nancy Haight, who is a criminal defense attorney. She runs a group called Death Penalty Focus based in Sacramento. Uh, Her group has been circulating a petition 
uh, trying to get the award withdrawn and trying to get the church, uh, the official church hierarchy to speak up against it. And there are also some some Catholic groups, not official Catholic groups, but groups with Catholic in the name, groups of uh, committed Catholics who are who are very upset about this too. One of them is the Association of U.S. Catholic Priests, which tends to take more sort of left positions on church issues and supports Pope Francis. Um, and there's a group called the Catholic Mobilizing Network, uh, which is very much against the death penalty. Um, and there is one official uh, church group that has uh, that has criticized the award. The Archdiocese of Santa Fe issued a press release asking this uh, non-affiliated church group, the National Catholic Prayer Breakfast, to withdraw the award, pointing to Bill Barr's uh, record of restarting the death penalty and saying it's inconsistent with Catholic teaching. And they quoted Pope John Paul II in, in their release. Uh, Pope John Paul II's words, uh, his admonition for Catholics to be unconditionally pro-life, including uh, opposing the killings of prisoners. And the Archdiocese said, let us not become the evil we despise. You write that death penalty foes have had some success in recent years, but don't we also know that 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 the issue is still in play? You know, according to polling, according to uh, when it does go to to voters, um, it does seem to be an issue that that's still at play. California may return to it. Uh, voters haven't fully embraced um, getting rid of it. So. With that said, what do uh, the opponents hope to get out of this week by calling attention to the attorney general? Yeah, that's very true, Damien. And it's true within the church, too. I mean, there are a lot of Catholics who who don't agree with Pope Francis's uh, uh, position on the death penalty, his opposition to it. Um, and, th- and there is this, this very long tradition um, of prior church leaders supporting the death penalty, you know, those who are unhappy with Pope Francis and his, his kind of more progressive views um, uh, are, you know, are happy to see um, the the death penalty being supported by a Catholic like uh, Bill Barr. But for the, you know, for the Catholics who, who do believe um, what the church now teaches about the death penalty, that it's wrong, um, they, they're horrified this and, and by this award. And, and one reason that they're horrified is the timing of it. So uh, we're recording this on Monday, uh, the 21st. Tomorrow, Tuesday, there is a federal prisoner who is scheduled to be executed by lethal injection. And there's another execution that is scheduled for Thursday, September 24th. So you have two executions that are, are supposed to happen this week. You know, Barr's Department of Justice will be presiding over both of those. And the award... The Christi Fidelis Lychee Award to Barr is being given to him on the day in the middle, on Wednesday. So he's getting this award for being one of Christ's faithful people, you know, literally on the day in between uh, two lethal injections. And the symbolism of this is just sort of too much for for people who care about this issue, as as you might as you might imagine. Um, so, so they're reacting to that. And the other thing that they're concerned about, they say, is that they really worry that this award will send a mixed message to the Catholic faithful. You know, as he said, the death penalty uh, is, is still kind of very much in play. The, the church's, you know, uh, evolving stance on it, opposition to it, is a relatively recent thing in the history of the church. And, and these folks are worried that an award like this will muddy the church's message on the death penalty, which is supposed to be 
very clear. Again, the Pope is against the death penalty. The bishops are against the death penalty. The catechism, the Catholic catechism has been revised to prohibit the death penalty. There's there's no ambiguity about any of this. But now here's this group with Catholic in the name that is very prominently lending legitimacy to uh, to Bill Barr, who has restarted executions. So I think that the, the, the people who have been opposed to the death penalty for a long time, who have had a lot of success in in getting the culture to change on this issue, are 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 worried that some of the progress that they've made uh, on the death penalty in in the last number of years could be, you know, muddied or or even erased. Yeah, it really reminds me of when we did have executions in California, and a little before your time out here, our colleague Kevin Fagan used to go and and cover them and witness them. But it was always an opportunity not only to debate the person that was being executed, but also the larger issue, right? And it played out outside the the gates of San Quentin. Um, and before I let yeah, you- I've, I've read Fagan's stories about the executions. I mean, they're wonderful. They're so detailed. And you just get you just get a visceral sense, a powerful sense of that there is no closure for anybody, right? Not not for not for the victims, families, and not for the family members of the condemned, not for anybody who is running the executions. It's just, these are really difficult stories to read. I mean, they're wonderfully done, but they're very difficult to read. Yeah. And on on that note, before I let you go, I wanted to to ask you, I mean, where does California stand? For a lot of people, it's becoming a distant memory. But as you said, there are, I think you said 700 people that are still on death row, including Scott Peterson um, and people and others who who people know who are sort of household names. Yeah, you have some household names, some famous names. And you also have have hundreds of people who are not household names who are just completely obscure. Nobody would recognize their name if if, if you said it. Um, yeah, and they're and they're all in a kind of limbo right now. Um, on the order of Governor Newsom last year, the death penalty is is paused in California. Um, he called the death penalty system a failure. It doesn't work. It's unfair. That's what he, that's what he said. And um, there are about 700 people now who are in this limbo, um, mostly at San Quentin State Prison. There's no executions scheduled now. So for all intents and purposes, you know, those 700 people on death row in California are essentially serving life terms in prison without parole. That's 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 just where they are. All right, Jason, it's so great to have you back. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you, Damien. Thanks to my guest today, reporter Jason Fagoni, to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and thank you for listening.